Welcome to The Bar is Loaded, your only stop for all things strength-related, with your hosts, Danny Taylor and Thomas Regan. Gentlemen, The Bar is Loaded. Welcome to The Bar is Frozen. I'm Danny Taylor. And I am Thomas Regan. And I'm Paul Rogers. We've got Paul today. He's just introduced himself. I was going to give him a big introduction. Feel free to do it again. We've got Paul Rogers on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Um... I host the podcast. We've got Thomas as a co-host. I edit the podcast. I promote the podcast. I do the video edits. I buy the merch. <laughs> I'm stressed. I need help. Um, thanks for coming on the show, Paul. No worries. Happy to be here. Paul is a semi-retired. Yeah, we'll say semi-retired. Sambo fighter. So yeah. it's... Um, Full contact, Sambo. Yeah. What is Sambo? Sambo is, well, basically there's two elements of Sambo. There's combat Sambo and there's sports Sambo. Sports Sambo, pretty much like judo. Throws, locks, groundwork. Big heavy jacket, shorts. Yeah. Combat Sambo, same thing. Throws, joint locks, groundwork, but striking involved as well. So headbutts. Any kicks you want to do, any strike you want to do, elbows, knees... Most throws are allowed, most joint locks are allowed, chokes are allowed. Chokes aren't allowed in sport. So it's just like street fighting, but with clothes Probably. on and gloves on. It's just like MMA, without the cage, and you've got jacket, you've got clothes on. Like jacket, big yeah. judo jacket. Like a, like a gi. Like a gi, yeah, and a head guard. And what gloves do you wear? Four ounce MMA gloves, but they're like, I don't know I'm doing that, but they're like tiny little gloves. So you may as well not even wear gloves. No. Like okay, that sounds interesting. So the reason why we've got Paul on the show today is so that we can um, find out a little bit more about um, how Sambo crosses over to strength training and how strength training can benefit mixed martial arts and uh, Sambo. Um, Paul, how long have you been doing this for? So I've been doing Sambo for about seven years now. Yeah. Got to a very high level. I've been Team GB last year and this year. You've got an extensive record, haven't you? Yeah, it's quite high. You t- uh, Sambo Team G- GB member, I'm just going off the notes that um, you sent over here from the last two years, 17 to 18. Yeah. Um, Scottish Sambo silver medalist in 2015. Yeah. Did you have to wear a kilt for that competition? No, I wish I could, though. <laughs> I I could. She balls hanging off. I know. <laughs> you don't wear a green guard. And then British Sambo, fourth place in 16-17. Um... So you've worked your way up, essentially. Yeah. Sambo, silver medalist in 2016 in uh, in the UK. And then the President's Cup, that was the most recent one, wasn't it? Yeah, I've done that twice. I did it last year. Okay, so that's 17, 18. Yeah. World champion in combat wrestling. So this, so Sambo came after? So Sambo and combat wrestling was the same. So I trained both at the same time. So combat wrestling is basically like your BJ Nogi, but you don't wear a gi. Any locks are allowed. You can pin for points, and it's six minutes. If I can, yeah, six minute rounds, and it's just a um, tournament style based. So you can strike. There's no striking. It's just grappling. Just wrestling. wrestling. Just wrestling. And it's, submission wrestling. Yeah. So it's like BJJ Nogi, but it's very takedown orientated. So you get like limited time on the floor. Do you Pins score more and, points for takedowns yeah. than you do submissions? Yeah. So submissions ends the ends the match. Okay, submissions right, I see. You, you end the yeah. match, but um, take it's very takedown based, quick pace. So not many submissions happen. It's more takedown pin, takedown pin points. Then yeah. match time ends. How much does um, the transfer of skills from um, sambo to the wrestling? Is it a lot or not? Not really. So because I train both at the same time, when I'm doing sambo, I do a lot of jacket throws. So mm-hmm. use the jacket for throwing like judo, and then when I'm not. When I'm doing combat wrestling, it's more jacket off, just wrestling. So you don't really rely on the gear, you rely on more like holds. And mm-hmm. Sambo originates from Russia, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah. So isn't it, Russian, isn't it Russian wrestling, essentially? Yeah, it's Russian wrestling. So it's, and then but with, yeah, Sambo was with combating strikes, etc. Yeah, so Sambo was invented for like the Russian military in like World War Two. Yeah. So yeah, they, that was their close quarter combat training. Right. So like Khabib would probably do Sambo? He did, yeah. He was a, a Sambo yeah. champion, yeah. yeah Same was. as Fedor as well. Yeah. Fedor's very Sambo based. Yeah. Like, I think he won the world's like 
ridiculous like 10 times in yeah the he's, he's an absolute monster he is an absolute monster um, he's quite old now isn't he yeah he's pretty old he's fighting yeah. again soon I think Chuck Liddell's come out of retirement as well hasn't they he? all have I think is this the bar is loaded or is this the yeah, MMA, MMA show yeah, yeah. the MMA <laughs> show yeah well, we had Becky Muay Thai so yeah just, I mean we met. Uh, it's it's just good to just get like um, the opinion of uh, different people from different uh, disciplines yeah so like we've had uh, Jenny Crimmins on who does strong uh, strong man strong woman oh. uh, powerlifting um, we've had um, Muay Thai world champion on Becky Caslin. Um, bodybuilder Danny Staples. Bo- bodybuilder Danny <laughs> Staples. Um, yeah, powerlifters, and uh, yeah, you're one. You're one of our latest guests and second martial artist. Oh yeah, third if you count me. But I'm, I'm a bit of a, a mess, so I, I don't really count myself as a martial artist. We do, it's a bit of a part-time one. <laughs> Should I do um, a host then, and you you be on that side? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it just show on Danny Taylor yep sounds good the, da- the Danny Taylor show no please don't do that sounds terrible um, just looking at your record again so um, you, you've been to Europe as well as, as well as Wales so you don't you world champion 2015 that's immense yeah um, where was that? Bulgaria okay funny story about that. is it very much European like a European thing yeah wrestling? so I, I went there common wrestling we just came upon it just happened the gym was like, oh, there's this new thing called Comet Wrestling. And we were like, oh, because it originates from Japan. Like, Japan's dead heavy on it. Like, oh, that's boss. Yeah. So, it was like, oh, we got British trials in, um, I think it was Kent, I think they were. So, we like, went down. Absolute niche. Not expecting, like, anything. I think I came, like, fourth out of, like, because there was no, I was a kid at the time, I was, like, 15. So, they were like, oh, there's no kids category for you. Do you want to fight the adults? And I was like, yeah, why not? I'll fight the adults. Yeah. <laughs> At 15? Yeah, I was like 15. You're like the male version of Becky Caslin. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll fight the adults. They're like, yeah, they are male. Me? Yeah, I'll fight them as well. Okay. So I thought Crazy like, people. Did very well. Like, I didn't, didn't win, I didn't quit at place, but they all like, got a phone call the next day, like, hey. For a kid? How old are you? And I was like, just turned 15. You're like, do you fancy joining the kids' team? And I was like, wow. Yeah, definitely. That's They're immense. like, you're impressive. Hang on, how old are you then? So this is 2015. 15. I think I was 16, 15. I think I just oh turned God, 16 when I, I went. I feel so old. So I went over to Bulgaria, turned up. I was like, this is weird. So we turned up to the um, the venue. Dead old-fashioned communist, like yeah. ex-communist building. Yeah. But dead old math. I was like, oh my God, this is scary. This is terrifying. Turned up, weighed in. And then like, they were like, where's the rest of the teams? Big Bulgarian team just walked, literally marched in. You could, yeah. you could hear them before you seen them. I was like, oh God, there we go. They all come in. I was like, which one's my weight? They're like, oh, I'm over there. I was like, he's my weight. Big juice. I'm, I'm old Z. They're like, your age? I was like, is he? Is was he an Arvin Drago lookalike? Yeah, I was like, he's about seven foot. <laughs> veins popping out of him. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, you're like, um, there's no one. So yeah, so I turned up, you're like, there's no one to fight in your category for you. And I was like, what do you mean there's no one to fight in my category? They're like, well, you can fight him, but he's a category above. And I was like, so I've placed. They're like, yeah, you've placed in your category. Because there's no one else to turn up, so you've turned up. Yeah. But you're gonna have to fight him as well in the absolutes, and then fight all these in the absolute. Because there's no one in my castle, so I got gold like standing. And then they're like, "Do you want to fight for like in the absolutes?" And I was like, "Go ahead, yeah." Expecting to get battered. What's the absolutes? Anyway, right. So all the way it's just merge. They're like, "Do you want to fight in the absolutes?" Oh, so it's like, isn't, that, isn't that a bit dangerous though? Because like it's it's strike. Oh, it's no strikes in this. Oh, so it's just the wrestling. But even then, if you get yeah. pinned down, it's very hard if someone weighs an extra. Whatever. Yeah, because I was just like, you know what? Go ahead, whatever. I was naive at the time. I was yeah. like, whatever. I'm young. Yeah. Full of testosterone. Let's, let's have it. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, go ahead. I'll fight big hundred key fellas down to like sixty key fellas. So fought my way through all of them. Managed yeah. to like play seconds. So I got silver. Uh, is this over the course of one day? One day. Yeah. Uh, How many now. did you fight? I think I had like two fights. Two fights. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't, what did you weigh compared to them? I think I was like. 70k at the time oh it was ridiculous and I was like so they had an extra 30 kilos it, uh, you, know what, you know what you're describing reminds me of Pride do you remember, remember Pride yeah Pride yeah, yeah Pride where they just like keep fighting yeah, like for the entire going. fucking day oh yeah uh, until like like it was just like it was like knockouts essentially until um, like the you know top two people who got yeah, through like fight, every yeah. single person and then like they'd just be completely both of them would be completely fucked at the end yeah it was nuts yeah. I was like do you like how oh, you've placed second? I was like, what really? 
Wow. Just lying there like crippled yeah. on the time. <laughs> yeah, right, got second place. What an experience that's though. My favourite medal though, because it's like it was the first world in combat wrestling ever. Wow. So my medal's got like the first world coming. I was like, that's yeah. like that's yeah. a big yeah. history yeah. there. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like, yeah, this yeah. is sick. I was like the first British team to go over there. Yeah. First person to like get third place here. What that, was it like? That's immense. What was it like um being part of like a team GB kind of setup? Good. It wasn't so it, it was wasn't that big for the combat wrestling because it was only us. It was the first time, so we were like sort of running it. We were like just mm. taking that step forward with, with the sambo. My first experience with the GB with that was scary and weird at the same time. So when I first fought in the President's Cup in 2017, which was in London, that was for Team GB. So I'd never been Team GB before. So like I went over the, like walked into the hotel. I was like, oh, where's me? How much is for the room? They're like, what do you mean? How much is the room? We're paying for it. Yeah. You don't pay nothing. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, where's the venue? They were like, why do you want to know? I was like, so I can get a taxi in the morning. Like, behave, there's a GB coach waiting outside for you. And I was like, oh. Did you get like the, the, yeah, the gear and I was like, like, have got all Is it kit. funded by Sports England? So it's semi-funded. It was like, yeah. you fund, Sambo, you fund some of it and then they fund a bit of it as well. So the President's Cup was all funded for me. Like, I didn't pay a penny. Yeah. But they were like, oh, have you got kit? I was like, yeah, it's like, how old is it? And I was like, Pretty old guys since I was like 50, and they're like, Oh, here's some new more kit, here's some new boots, here's some new kit. Wow. I was like, What do you mean? They're like, I was like, oh, How much? They're like, No, no, just take it, take it. Shit. Yeah. Here's your dinner money, here's, your, here's money for food, and yeah. go yeah. and go and get some food. And I was like, This is mad. Brand new experience. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, scary. I was like, I'm not used to all this. Yeah. And then, like, the second time when it was in Ireland, me and my brother, we were like the first brothers ever to compete in the yeah. President's Cup, ever. They're like, What, there's two brothers competing? That's boss. Yeah. We were fungers. So we went over to Ireland and it was just like the same. Mini bus, GB coach, here's your tracksuits. All funded. Here's your t-shirt. It's good that there's that level of support though. I didn't think it would be um, kind of that broad. No, it was... I thought it was just going to be like, like Sports England is typically like your your main, your your mainstream sports, isn't it? Olympic sports. I know wrestling is part of uh, the Olympics. Yeah, it is. But, um, Sambo Sambo is yeah. Sambo's not Sambo's not very well known unfortunately that's the, that's the sad thing I was, yeah. you speak to people who are in the know and they know what it is but then you speak to people who aren't in the know and they're like what's Sambo and then you explain it, to them like oh yeah yeah, no, yeah. So. would Team GB ask you to go to their wrestling team did he did he ever get asked no that's the thing so like because Sambo's so like it's like a niche thing the GB team doesn't really pass over to the Olympic yeah. wrestling team. There's a lot of Olympic wrestlers who do sambo. Yeah. Would you be able? Do you reckon you'd be able to like if you wanted to do it? You could do trials and go and do like the Commonwealth or anything like that. No, because I've never, I've never actually fought freestyle wrestling, Olympic wrestling. Yeah. I've not really trained it much because I've done submission wrestling. Mm-hmm. Freestyle wrestling doesn't have submissions. It's more for everyone who's listening. What could you explain the difference between uh, your Olympic wrestling and the sambo? So sambo's. Basically, you can submit and you've got a jacket on to say it easy. And then yeah. the Olympic wrestling is just um, just holes and pins, isn't it? Okay. And takedowns. Yeah, so it's small. <coughs> so it's still point scoring for both, isn't it? It's still point scoring. Isn't it yeah. Olympic when both shoulders? It's both shoulders touching the match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And they're ridiculously strong. <laughs> yeah. Like ridiculous. You think if you went down that route, you'd be good? Too old now. Too old. I know I'm only young uh, yeah. on age, but like for them, they've been training since they were kids. Kids, yeah. Like at twenty, you know, at Olympic level at twenty. Yeah. If you've done been doing it that long. Wow. Okay. Fair play. Um, you've done some other stuff as well, haven't you? Uh, but I mean, you've got a, you've got an immense amount of uh, medals here, like uh, world silver, world champion. Hang on, how did you get world silver and become world champion in the same comp? So. Like I was saying, the absolutes was silver, ah, and my category right, was, class. was gold. So right. you just turned up and went, "Yeah, there's your gold medal." Yeah, pretty much, because yeah. they were like, "There's no one here to fight." Yeah, and I was like, "What do you mean, there's no one here to fight?" So I've come all this way. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've literally flew off across the world to fight. I want to fight. They were like, "Well, you can fight the absolutes." I was like, "I'm fighting the absolutes, but I want the gold medal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair play, man. Fair play. Um, you're in a magazine. Yeah, am I? Martial arts illustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rings a bell. Student Hall of Fame. Yeah, what's that mean? So basically, because my coach was going, she got it a couple of times. Yeah. You're like, well, we want a student award, so put your students who you think are good up for it and we'll see who wins. 
and I uh, won it. Yeah, that must have been good for like boosting your profile. Yeah, it was very as good. an athlete and really? like. Um, well, so what did that ever lead to like sponsorships or anything like that? Sponsors. Is there much of that that happens in Sambo? Or? No, there's no sponsors. No, there's a there's a one of the team Team GB lads were sponsored by Tough Gorilla. That's where yeah. the t-shirts come from. Okay. But a lot of us aren't sponsored, which is is it all self-funded? Most of it's pretty self-funded, much. Yeah. So like mm. when you so first start off, then in that respect, then yeah. So like to go to the British self-funded, mm. Scottish self-funded, everything self-funded until you get to like world level or Presidents Cup level. It's all self-funded. You know what I find about sports that are self-funded? Like it's always a good community. I don't know what the community is like in Sambo, but in uh, the likes of powerlifting and some like amateur level Olympic weightlifting, like just really good communities, and then. Mm. Where there's a lot of funding and sponsorships and stuff like that, you do tend to get like more competitive, though. Isn't yeah, it? very competitive, and people who are, come across as like quite pretentious or yeah. I mean, you know I, like entitled kind of thing. I'd, I'd say though because because it's paid, people are like yeah. competing against each other to get that money. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be. Is there I'd any money involved when you win? No, you know, no, don't win checks or anything like no, that. No, not even like a small amount of money. No, no. Don't win nothing. It's just, just do it for the pride. glory. Just do it yeah. for the glory and pride. Yeah. Face rearrangement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So we have got a couple of questions for you anyway. Just a few. Um, we've already asked you what Sambo is, but how does someone get into it? How well, did you get into it? I got into it because I joined a gym that did it and thought, I was went there to do traditional jiu-jitsu first. And I was like, so I started traditional jiu-jitsu and I was like, what's this Sambo? I'll try this Sambo. This looks yeah. good. And then literally didn't look back and 55 years later, I'm still doing it now. I'm just like, I look back and think, how do I even how do I even get into this? Because <laughs> like no one knows what it is. Like the only Sambo gym in Liverpool is my gym. Yeah. I go to. The rest are all in Kent or down south. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, I didn't know what Sambo was until you said um, we've got a Sambo fighter coming in. I, was, I don't even know what Sambo is. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's everyone sad. thinks it's like something African or something like that. Do you think it's the dance? Do you think it's I might say do you do Sambo? Like, oh yeah, dancer. I'm like. No, I'm a fighter. And they're like, I said Samba. I was like, no, I said Sambo. Samba. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what's Can that? you do the Samba though? That's the question. No, unfortunately. <laughs> no. I, wish I, could, I wish I could so I could back, back it up. Yeah, prolific <laughs> Sambo fighter, but not prolific Samba dancer. I mean, it took a big light because the UFC did like a um, promotional thing for yeah. when Fader, not Fader, when, what's his name was fighting? Khabib was fighting. Khabib, yeah. He did a big thing on Sambo. Yeah. And now like all Samba fighters are taking over the UFC because they are. A lot of weight classes now are owned by Samba fighters. They all, yeah. They're all Samba Bush and Samba fighters. So we were like, oh, this is good. It's 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 showing Samba in a new light. It's get boosted its, um, yeah. like, what's the word? Profile. Like, profile, that's yeah. it. And then after the Khabib fight, we were like, oh, if he wins, it'll bang it up even higher. And it just didn't. Then he tried to drop kick someone outside the cage. And yeah, and then it all just took a big yeah. downfall. So that's what Samba fighters are like. Yeah, like, all, that's probably what the world's we're all thinking. aggressive. Yeah. Um, so you you done traditional jiu-jitsu alongside the sambo? Yeah, I did a lot because the gym did so many classes. I was yeah. like, because I li- basically lived there. I was like, yeah. I'll just do everything. I was young, I was naive. I was like, I'll just do everything. Yeah, very similar to to our jiu-jitsu, BKR jiu-jitsu, isn't it? We yeah. um, same syllabus. Shit, yeah, basically same syllabus. Yeah. And I know uh, your instructor was taught by my instructor and their instructors, and it's all like it's, know, all, it's, it's all it's all the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so your first time. Black belt. I am, that. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, can't remember when I got it. I think it was April. April, yeah. April this year. Nice. Um, and how, how was training for that alongside the Sambo? Did you find it complemented it? To the in throws, yes. Because yeah. the throws are very similar to Jiu-Jitsu. So you got your hip throw, your half shoulder, your basic throws. But the Sambo also helps with the Jiu-Jitsu because... Jiu-Jitsu is very static, isn't it? Block throw with the Sambo's jacket. It's dynamic. And dynamic. And judo you, style. Yeah, so they, they work hand in hand together, so it's very much. Did you ever get any uh, jits throws off? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Like one of my like, high profile throws is the sweeping line with a belt grip. love the sweeping line, man. Basically just sweeping line with a belt grip. I got that throw in the President's Cup. That scored me a few points. It's good to know. But like, I do get it. A lot of high end throws from Jiu Jitsu and Sambo. So they both complement each other then? Yeah. Have you ever had any like hocks or anything? No, which you'd yeah. think I would because I'm so long. But yeah. No, I don't really do hocks much. Yeah. Unfortunately. I should start doing them to be honest. Hmm. Thinking about it. I always end up hocking people. So you catch them off balance. Quick yeah. trip kind of thing. Well, a lot of foot trips because going back to like the rules in Sambo, yeah. if you manage to throw your opponent onto his back and you stay standing, you win outright. 
Really? You can you can throw them, slam on his back. If you're still stood up, you can walk off the man and go like one. So a lot of like foot, yeah. foot sweeps and like back hocks are used. Yeah. Because they're very fast and people don't expect them to be loaded the back. What's the best throw you've ever got off? Probably the sweep and load at the present. Sweep and load. Yeah. Love it, man. Because just like the setup to it, I'll, I'll show you the video later. The yeah. setup to it's like, I look back and I think, bloody hell, that's amazing. Yeah. Like I was impressed with myself. Boss. Did anything else uh, cross over from traditional jiu-jitsu then? Obviously, like, uh, traditional jits is, like, it, as you say, it's, like, very static. Block, yeah. punch, grab. The mentality, like, the men- the mentality of it, like, the mm. traditional side and, like, like just getting into, like, the zone before fights. Because, like, yeah. I'm very, like, traditional about it all. So, like, I'd just sit off to one side and, like, Caesar and just chill out before fights and yeah. respect you, as well. What do you do in, like that. during that time when you're sitting out and just... Normally just have my headphones in or, like, stretching off, but you don't have long between... About it's like mm. three or four minutes because <laughs> like you'll come off the mat the next week they'll come on to fight and then your fight will be on again yeah so it's how, just like, how do you how do you cope with that not really hardest thing I just used to just throw my headphones in chill out keep warm and then just go back on to fight because once you've had your first match you want to fight again yeah. it's, it's a weird mentality you think after the fight you'd be like oh, I don't want to do it again you literally are like, I want to fight again, I want to fight again, yeah. come on, let's go, let's go. It's let's like go, when you're go. sparring, isn't it? Like when you start sparring, you're like, oh, and then you get into it and you just want to keep mm. sparring then. Once you've got it a few times, it's not so bad. How'd you get over that? Like, how'd you go from just practicing with someone in the gym to getting like smashed in the face? It's a, it's a bit of a contrast. It is, yeah, I think, because I don't really spar that much. I've never really sparred. Yeah. So like, is, it, is it just to throw yourself in? Yeah, it's like kind of mentality. Because I think once you're in there, you're in there. You can't do anything. You can't yeah. really run away. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can tap out, but yeah, it's go time, isn't it? It's go time. You're yeah. there to fight. You're there to do a job. So just yeah. fight. So is like, it a case of hit, hit and not be hit? Or it, are you, are you just preparing true, yeah. yourself constantly for getting hit? I think because I, I think I hit. Like, I got me broken nose. My nose broke, didn't I? But like, you get hit and you don't really feel it. Yeah. You just feel a slight d- a fud and then you're just like, well, that didn't, I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm not gone. I'm not in pain. Let's yeah. carry on. A lot of people tense up, don't they, when they get hit? A lot of people just yeah. like, that's the worst thing you can do. But a lot of people, like, they don't like being hit. Yeah. So they're scared of being hit. They're scared of, like, getting hit. But if you're not scared of getting hit and you're scared, you're like, you know you can take a, like, a good punch, you're fine. Yeah. Like, I know, like, after, like, that fight, I can take a good good dig and be all right. It's not that bad once you get hit once. It's not that bad, is it? No. I think it's the fear, isn't it? The yeah. first it's time the first get time. Yeah. Like, I go into most of my fights thinking, right, I'll get the first hit. Mm. The fi- It's a psychological thing, like the first hit. You get the first punch on someone, yeah. I'm already winning. You're one up. I mean, yeah, I'm one up. In my head, I'm winning. Yeah. How's but, that work, Thomas? Thomas is a sports psychologist, by the way. Yeah. I don't so, know whether you knew. It, prob- it probably just I don't know it, maybe if you is hit- it kind of like moving the first piece on the chessboard like you've started yeah, your strategy yeah, first probably and you feel a bit more comfortable like you can hit the guy and he's not ducking I don't know hmm. I, I'm not I'm not a, a true fighter so have, <laughs> have you ever been in a situation when it's through the way round would I have been hit first yeah and you're like oh fuck yeah loads of yeah. times I think yeah my president's got fight he got the first dig in and it was like a good dig so I didn't yeah. but then I used that on my ball you hit me once, I want to hit you three times. I want to yeah, hit you four yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a good mentality to have. I'll so when, sh- go uh, on. I was going to say, when so when you're in the ring, do you are you strategizing? Are you like thinking about what points you're going to get, or is it more just go with the flow and like hit and and try? Do you go in with a strategy, or is it just go in and see what happens? See a lot of like my brother does that. My brother plans out fights really like strategizes them. He proper like thinks like I'm going to do this, this, this. I don't. Mm. I'm just thinking, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to do what I do. Like, yeah. no mind, just get on with it, just fight. Because yeah. I didn't go in there thinking I'm going to get this sweeping line throw. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, an automatic. Yeah, you just, you just go on autopilot and you just fight them. It's, yeah. it's... But do you, do you think about, like, say, if because if, it's a point scoring match, do you like, oh, no, he's just got a point there, I'm, I'm two behind or I'm three behind, or is it more just... Not really. Like, I don't really look at the scoreboard because mm. there's, there's a huge scoreboard you can look at with like your name and your points. Yeah, I tend not to look at it because you start worrying about it. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that's a? Do you think they should get rid of that then, as a from a psychological point of view? Because people will be like, you know, if they're getting beat and then they'll do something out out the ordinary and they'll get hurt or anything like that. Not really, because a lot of fighters do. Like, coaches use the scoreboard a lot as well to like coach the 
uh, fighters because yeah. mm. they're, they're like, right, you're four points down, blah, 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 blah. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, mm. I've coached a few of my, like, a few of my, like, cup and cup of fighters and I'm just like, telling them what to do. They're like, looking at, I'm like, stop looking at the scoreboard. Stop yeah. looking at it. Don't yeah. worry about the score. The score's not, you're not, it's not over yet. Yeah. Focus just on fight. the fight. Because my last fight, like, the press score fight, I was like, 9-2 halfway through. Like, he was winning by like, 9 points to 2. Yeah. And I was like, well, I need to get four points down, so let's just do it. Yeah. Let's not worry about the points. I'm still here. The, the match hasn't ended. Yeah, yeah. Is it anyway. like in a boxing where you get points, your point score, and then if you, but if you knock them out, then you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you tap them out. Yeah, yeah, if you tap them out, or you land them on his back. Yeah. So yeah. if it goes eight nil, so if it goes eight points clear, mm. they all win outright as well. Right. So like one of oh, my, they, they just stop. They it stop it, it if, yeah, if yeah. it's eight, eight nil. So, uh, what what about if there's an eight point advantage? No, so if it's like so, so it's like eight two. Yeah, it carries on. What yeah. if it's ten two? It ends. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it needs to be eight points. Eight points. Yeah, yeah, eight points. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but like, a lot of it's so like one of my British fights. I literally took all fell down for four points and then pinned him for four points, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah. Over yeah. Brilliant. two second, like literally fighty second fight done. Yeah, yeah. But then some fights can go like, six minutes. Some fights can go on forever because like there'll be like ten, ten points. And then ten five or like ten two, and it's yeah. just like, oh my god. Wait, so, so what's the round? Six minutes. Six minutes. Normally. How many rounds? One. Just one round. One six round. minutes. Like, you must feel like you're in there forever, though. But yeah, like you got like five bouts in the day against yeah. five fresh opponents. Yeah, pretty much. So like you're first on, then like you'll come off, and then you're back on against against like, a fresh opponents. Like oh my god, he's fresh. I'm not. I've just four for six minutes. Mm. So like the game plan is to end it quickly. Yeah, because you don't want to be in there for six minutes. So, how does strength training affect your performance and your, your training in general? Really high, like a lot. If you you need strength in sambo, it's yeah. very strength oriented, yeah. especially with like the pinning. If they're mm. stronger, you're not going to be able to pin them. So, there's a lot of strength training involved. In contrast to that, like we had Becky down, didn't we, for episode three? Was mm. it? I think. Uh, yes. Um, she's a Muay Thai world champion, so like she's done strength training. It's I wouldn't say um, Becky thinks that it's a staple of her programming. Like, hers is more like power and speed, but mm. she still does it. Yeah. Would you say it's more important when it comes to Sambo? Because you could have a strong base, surely. It's very important. Like, yeah. we, we focus more on like explosive movements, so like deadlifts. Yeah. Or like a high staple, like overhead press, high staple. Yeah. But like, we're not doing it to look good. We're not doing it to like. It's for performance. It's for yeah. performance. I'm not, yeah. well, like, as long as I'm very, very strong, I'm fine. If I know, if I can pick 200 kg off the floor, I can pick a 90 kg fighter off the floor. Because mm. would you just do like certain movements specifically if you're willing to disclose this information? Yeah, so like we do like squat, jump squats with the bar, dart deadlifts, or just explosive movements. I'm not killing yeah. weights like a bodybuilder. I'm not because I want to be fast speed. I'm yeah. not training legs much because I want to be able to move on my legs. You do like explosive box. Yeah, and explosive stuff and, movements. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quick, fast movements with like weight. So if I know I can jump in the air with like a hundred kilo on my back, yeah, like the key fight is going to weigh nothing. It's all about like just getting as much strength as possible with keeping your weight low. Yeah, that's interesting. Would you do something like that with jujitsu? Well, like, it, for me, box, it, like squat jumps and stuff. Well, for me, it's always had a, a crossover. Like uh, knowing I can say squat one eighty two, or I can deadlift uh, two ten, two twenty. Um, and then picking someone up who weighs 70 to 100 kilo or even like heavy, like a heavyweight, even someone who weighs 120, 130. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to throw you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know, like I'm confident going in for throws and my throws are like my strongest compared to anything else that I do. Kicks are okay, but mm-hmm. me throws are definitely the best technically as well. Um, and I think it's just because of the confidence that I've got going in mm-hmm. with the like the strength base that I've got and yeah. being able to apply that. I know it's uh, I know traditional jiu-jitsu is more about technique, but when you want to apply strength, you can. Yeah. And I think um, Especially when it you tends to be overlooked. Well. Yeah. I, I think like that's when my when when I feel like my strength comes into it is when I'm ground fighting and when I can smother people or I can get try and get submissions yeah. in, and and they're not as strong as me, but I can. Cause, cause I do weight, like, cause I'm, I'm quite small, to be fair. So yeah. like, it's good to know when to switch it on, though. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes no, yeah, you definitely. can, um, you can go like balls to the wall, like first few seconds, and like you gassed out. Yeah, right. Really. If you use too much strength to start with, like you've, you're probably going to be gassed in a few seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, strength can't overlook technique. Technique comes first before strength. Mm. Definitely before anything. 
definitely. Strength's just like a second thing. Yeah, agreed. What sorts of stuff would you do then? So you mentioned um, you mentioned like the deadlifts and that. You pull sumo, don't you? Pull sumo. What's yeah. your best sumo? Two ten. Two ten. Nice. Uh, do you pull conventional as well then to supplement that? So I'll start with conventional up yeah. to like 180, 190 then. And then switch to sumo. Yeah. It's interesting. But it's all for performance anyway. No, so it's quick, but I'm not I'm yeah. not doing it slow, I'm doing it as fast as I can do. So why do you do you normally work up to like um like a sub maximal, like heavy single? Yeah. And then would you much. do back offsets after that? Yeah, no, I'd yeah. wake up to like 210 and I'd take like a 10, 10 off, do 200, 10 off to 190, 10 off 180, like down to like 130. And you just do one rep maxes? One rep. So yeah. I'll start off with a few reps yeah. going up to it, then one rep max all the way down. So yeah. singles all the way down? Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's just singles. explosive, fast as you can move yeah. it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Same with like squats, power, just point of view, yeah. quick as possible. And after the weighted squats, do bodyweight squats quick as possible to keep that fast so it's always between like one to two one to three yeah, yeah not going for high reps yeah just all about like that fast twist just fast just... movement as fast powerful as possible because like yeah. you're doing like say, say your suplex you're doing fast movements you want to be as quick as possible you want that strength behind yeah. it you mentioned the suplex there and it just made me think about um, something I've been doing with um, the students on a Friday um, I take the class for uh, our instructor and with the adults when they've been coming in for hip throws have been showing them how to suplex someone onto the floor mm. and like you it's very very hard to stop it yeah. as soon as someone gives you the back pff, that's it Over. so it's like do you want to actually be going in for a hip throw yeah because this is what happens it was like my Scottish medal I won that by hip suplexing the, the lad I think it was like something ridiculous like seven times in one mm. match did he try and turn you did he keep turning that? his back to you did he well literally I got his back suplexed him he landed stood back up I suplexed him again landed super, literally over 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 again just and then like you were like stop neck would have been fucked you were like stop you got like 16 points nil like stop I was like oh okay you've won you, I was like I've won you were like yeah, yeah I think you've won you know? like on um, that uh, over Sim- kill. the yeah. Simpsons episode he's like stop he's already dead <laughs> he's dead it's like stop. the year before that lad like beat me away with like one point like he, I had an armbar when he stood up and got out of it and then the match ended he beat me by one point I was like next year next year <laughs> you're like the coach was like that was a bit overkill lad. I was like <laughs> <laughs> did I win you're like yeah I was like well there you go <laughs> if it works you know if it works if it, it works, works do it, yeah. that's the main thing um, that's interesting what's your mindset like around training and fighting you touched on it briefly before my mindset just... yeah around training and fighting when I'm in like fight mode like I'm in fight camp it's training, 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 nothing else. Nothing else matters. Training, just yeah. training. So like when I was preparing for like the President's Cup this year, it, I started in April. The President's Cup wasn't until September. Hmm. But like literally it was from April to September, five days a week, sometimes six, non-stop, three, three times a day. Three times a day, yeah. So like train in the morning for two hours, go home, eat, have a nap, get up. Train in the evening, three hours, go home, nap, get up at like 3 in the morning, go to the weights gym, train till like 2 in the morning, come home, get up, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. Wow, so some days you train three three times. Yeah. So that's a lot yeah. of drive. I was focus. doing like something like 20 hours a week, something ridiculous, just... You know, this shows how much you love the sport though, because obviously there's there's no money involved in it, so it's just all it's pure all for pure you. Yeah. Pride and yeah. like the love of the sport, yeah. Yeah, mm. a lot of like passion. What's well, it take mentally? Sorry? What's it take mentally? A lot. Because, yeah. like, you have to, like, put so much on, like, hold. Yeah. Just, Obviously, like, it must affect your personal life massively. Yeah, it affects your social life a lot. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, it didn't really matter because I had no social life. It was training. You're a kid, aren't But you? as you get older, you think, hang on a minute. Yeah. They're, like, going out, having, like, drinks and enjoying themselves. I'm here in the yeah, gym. Going on holidays, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I'm, not, I'm, not about, I'm not about that life. And sometimes I think... I kind of want that a bit. Like yeah. I want to sometimes social nice life. Nice to have once or twice yeah. a month or something just to... Oh, don't be wrong. After competitions, it's we get like... I think after the um, the British, we came home, we're straight out, GB tracksuits and everything, just in, <laughs> in, our, in the clubs, just Fun. like <laughs> getting completely smashed. And like the next morning, straight back out again. Like yeah. two days, yeah. just... Because we thought, yeah, my brother was like just became like British champ. Yeah, I just became like got like fourth place. Like all those lads just became British champ. We were like, let's just go out. Yeah, like I we've mean, been sailing hard. Let's just do it. It's kind of like that when you come back from a you know a, a hard a hard peak for like a powerlifting competition, and um, you know you've 
done weight cuts or yeah. you've just been like you've been just like having grueling sessions in the gym week after week and then you just have like a big blowout afterwards and you know you'd have loads of like shift food and like yeah, refeed I, I and think most even professional athletes yeah do that you need that otherwise you go insane yeah. yeah you can't be regimented all the time no you need that like like blowout time like I know now I'm not com- going to compete till next year so December Christmas yeah you're just going to have a good time I'm going to get, I'm gonna get yeah. fat and do the thing I is you've been, you've been doing this since you were what 12, 13 12, 14 yeah um, so it's what 12 to 14 years old and you're 20 years old now yeah so that's that's a big part, big chunk of your life that you yeah, I've, I've especially as a teenager as well. Yeah, like you're going through certain changes anyway. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got now you're bloody doing all the fighting and going to different countries to fight. Yeah, okay. and that. Like 16, 16 on me in Bulgaria was just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, mm. like what am I doing? I've got like GCSEs. Yeah, when I go back, yeah, they weren't on my mind. Yeah. yeah, which I regret now because I need them. Yeah, but at the time I was like fighting, 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 compete. Yeah, I've got this and this and that. I've got this to be on me. It, it feels good at the time, but then you think back, it's like, was it worth it? Was yeah. it not? So if you're a young athlete now, what would what would be the best advice you'd give them? Not having a passion of a sport and going like doing your GCSEs in school. <sighs> try and do, but like don't try and do both. But I think hard about it. If you want to pursue that athlete level and get to the high level, then do it. But know that your GCSEs might suffer. Like yeah. your education is important. But if you're that passionate about something, then do it. Because mm. I, 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 did, I, did, I, I, don't, I don't regret it. Yeah. I regret it a little bit, but then I think to myself, okay, I didn't go out and party and didn't like meet other people and do stuff, but I've also got all this behind me yeah you've got so, loads of achievements exactly yeah exactly I've, I've achieved like you think to yourself oh I've achieved nothing but then I look at myself like oh I've achieved something yeah. I've achieved a lot yeah. from the age looking yeah. at this record it's just ridiculous yeah. very extensive and I think um, it's like you'll always be able to carry that with you like for the rest of your life yeah exactly even if you stopped forever now and like you just went and lived a normal life yeah like but I think I'm never actually going to stop because you've experienced so much at such an early stage at such an early stage in life. life I've done so much and I was like this is mad. Like, just literally be, I think I, because in Bulgaria after the fight, we went to like a club. I was like 16 years old in like this huge, big, like expensive club. Yeah. Because the money rate over there was like, I think like 50 lev was like £2.50, but like 50 lev over there is like £100 to them. Yeah. And yeah. I had like ridiculous amounts and I was like in this like VIP lounge. Yeah. Just won like a world title and silver medal. I was like, this is 16, just stood there like, this is nuts. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> like, what's going on? And then, all, and then we, we were stood there, like going off track, but we were stood there and like, um, heard a scout accent. We were like, what the hell was that? Turned around, there's a girl from Fazakli stood there with a you know, like, <laughs> small world. Small world. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's always a scout, isn't there? It's always the way. <laughs> and it does my fucking head in. Yeah. I, I, get out, I go on holiday to get away from Liverpool and scousers. I don't want to bump into scousers when I'm in Cyprus. And guess what I did? Bumped into scousers. Oh, you always did. You But anyway, I've digressed. The um, the nutrition side of it. Oh my god! Tell us about your nutrition. You call it. Call it out. Cold. The nutritional side. <laughs> Let's just say boring. What when you're cutting weight? Got to be really boring. Like I remember when I was cutting weight, like the first person's cup. It was just like go home, fish, reg, sleep, back up, breakfast, train, 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 fish, reg, go home, sleep. Train, fish, reg, mm. sleep. Fish in a rice cake. Literally, <laughs> fish in a rice cake. <laughs> Literally, just fish and like kill me. I lost like f- a stone in like three weeks. Something ridiculous. That was How's like, that affect your performance? Not that, not as bad as you think because it wasn't a water cut. Mm. When you, I, I refused a water cut as more than 2k. Yeah. Because it, I don't feel like that's good for the body. I don't think that's good for your performance. I'd rather cut the weight. Naturally, I could yeah. lose the fat and just shred up and muscle, mm. yeah, and then cut a little bit of water before the fight. Then cut like stupid amounts of water because you're not going to be. Is it like a what is it a twenty four hour weigh in something like that? Day so before you can weigh in, yeah. yeah, yeah. Day before weigh in. So, so if you're so so, what weight would you be cutting to hypothetically? Eighty four. Eighty four so from ninety normally. And then would you refeed back up to ninety? No, over, the, over that day feed up to about. 86 at the most yeah so you, you can still move you're not yeah. so so for like the, for the, this, the last fight I cut over like four weeks a stone 
sorry, and then um, lost two key in water the night before. Yeah. Weighed in, and then I think I weighed like eighty seven on the day. Yeah. So it was an eighty four. So it was under eighty two. Say like eighty two key plus weight category. Okay. And I was eighty seven, so it was all right. Yeah. But like you see fighters in the court and like ten kilos in water weight, I think that's not natural. It's you not can't good. do that. Yeah. People thought me losing a stone in fat wasn't natural, but I was like that's more natural than cutting all that water. Yeah. You're gonna kill yourself. You're gonna lose muscle along the way, but it can't be as much as when you you cut water because it like it properly like it causes a lot of damage to like yeah, your, your kidneys, kidneys and brain yeah, yeah brain like well if you're going into a fight with a dehydrated brain and you're getting you're I taking know, yeah. taking shots you're gonna yeah. lose a lot of brain more brain cells than you would normally yeah it's or not you're good gonna, for you yeah or you're just gonna get permanent bit brain damage or you're gonna have aneurysm you're gonna have ultimate yeah. all sorts gonna it fucks people up later on in life doesn't it yeah a lot of young fighters are doing it now to try and make way for like these crazy crazy weight classes but like the walk like I don't know they're walking around at like 90 or whatever and they're cutting like 15-20 kilo well, some, in a short period of time and it's like you're gonna really fuck yourself up some of your sea fighters are getting blood taken out of them aren't they seriously they're getting blood took out of them to weigh in and then they're getting like fresh clean oxygenated blood put into them so they feel better that's uh, isn't that, is that not cheating that's cheating blood that, doping that's blood doping yeah but they're still doing it because it's, it's not then again, they're all on, all on the juice they're all anyway, juice aren't as well, they? Because you say, oh, juice will be in your system for it. You can, lo- you can get juice out of your system in like Exactly. There's, dif- there's different steroids. Yeah. Steroids that can be in and out, out of your system in a couple of days. So, so they're it, all on it. If you know what you're doing, like you can get away with it. But they've all got private doctors and they've all got, they're, they've, they're all doing it. They've got to be on it though because everyone else is. Like, that's the standard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you want to be an elite level athlete, you've got to against it. do whatever you but can like, to be an elite level athlete. I've got against athlete. it. Yeah, just be honest. Like, just have a big fucking juiced up MMA thing. Like, yeah, just have a juiced up. You can take as much as you want. Do you know what I mean? Juiced up How Olympics. good would that be? Well, bodybuilding has a, like a non-natural yeah. like category, don't you? So just have a juice juice category yeah. in the well, UFC. Everyone, well, yeah, or well, in the UFC. In well, probably fights. everyone's on it. Like, when um, Lance Armstrong said about um, the Tour de France, he was like, yeah, I got caught, but dope all of, but everyone all else was yeah. on it. Everyone's all doing it. Well, there's no, there's no um, drugs tests in Samba until you get to world level. Yeah. So you could go to British. The British, you could, be, you could be the juice. You could just be, yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't, and they wouldn't bat an eyelid no. over it now. And then, like even like the Europeans, I think they might do it now. But when they first started, they, no, there's yeah. no drugs test. Yeah. And the only drugs test if you win, right? So if you place, they'll drugs test you. But if you come fourth or below, who's it governed by? Water. Not sure. To be yeah. honest, not sure. Did you ever take anything? Nope. No, never would. Did you ever good. consider it? No. No. I never. Yeah, I was, no. Fair. Yeah. I was just like, there's no point taking it because I'm cheating myself. I'm cheating everyone else. There's no yeah. point. I know. Yeah. I four fighters are on it. You can tell. Yeah, you can it. just tell, can't you? In like the, the European combat wrestling, there's this there's this Bulgarian fighter. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's very good. He's like the Bulgarian's national wrestling champion. He's huge, but yeah. like, you can see it leaking out of him. Yeah. I'm not even. I, he's just like weighs fifty kilo, looks a hundred. Weighs like my weight. He's about seven yeah. foot tall. <laughs> but like, you're like, how have you made like weight? Like, yeah. And then he takes his jacket off, and he's just known fat, and he's just shredding. Like you're on juice. Yeah. Like you can see it leaking, like literally leaking out of yeah. him. You can smell it, and you're like, oh, get away. Stinks yeah. a ten over here. Yeah. <laughs> like he fought one of our fighters. That was for Ryan Metcalf. This fighter's like a hundred k, like really heavy, and literally the, the ref goes go. And this Bulgarian guy just picks our fighter and just slams him, and we're just like, "He's dead." Shit, yeah. <laughs> he's dead. Like, but it how? But in that way as well, it when you say it's cheating, it's putting others in danger, isn't it? Imagine it's yeah. like manslaughter in a way because if you're taking steroids and taking someone who's natural and yeah. just fucking slams to the ground, yeah, exactly. If he dies, yeah, and because you're as a result of you taking potentially, yeah, yeah. taking steroids, it is quite, it's quite bad when you think of it like that it's very bad but especially in the absolutes yeah in the there's absolutes no, there's, there's no weight um, there's no weight category yeah. no weight category so you can be whatever you want be whatever you want yeah. you can be like 100 you can, they can have a 50 kilo fighter versus a 100 kilo fighter oh, I'd love to see that that sounds great I was like the original MMA but like, he, he, everyone would be like oh, 100 kilo fighter's going to win but like, sometimes back to 50 kilo fighter yeah. yeah strength is like size well, isn't always like, more agile yeah the big, well, the bigger they are the harder they fall exactly you take down the foundations yeah the house falls down but some lightweight fighters are strong yeah. you can kick as well can't you in Samboya in yeah. Combat Samboya 
that 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 sounds good. Kick punch elbow good. knee headbutt yeah. strike to the groin as well. Groin strikes are a lot. Really? Oh really? So if you get strike stuck in the oh, groin, there's no like oh five minutes. It's yeah. Do you wear a groin guard? I don't. You don't, but you, you should. Can. I, you can't. They, they, they made me wear one in the Presidents Cup, but you normally take yourself don't. You? I don't wear one. I was like, I don't like them. I, I just because I, I I got a story told me to once like where a lad got his which you bollocks severed. Yeah, because it. it got caught. It slipped out and then it got yeah. kicked and which the edge of the going guard sliced it. <sighs> and I was like, I'd rather no just take blood, I'd rather just take trauma to it than lose it. Yeah. But yeah. like they made me wear one in the in the Presidents Cup, but yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. But like if you get struck in the groin and you drop to your knee. The ref gives you like a count. Yeah. And you do Fuck. it. And if it, have, if it happens again. Been hoofed? Which? Have you ever been hoofed? Oh, lowest times. But you don't drop, you get on with it. I got hoofed once uh, in the dojo. Oh my. I just I just dropped like a sack of spots yeah. immediately. I crawled off the mat. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't happen. Like, there's, a, like a, there's like a very big gentleman's agreement it's not to do it. That yeah. and it's a small target as well. Yeah. So, but well, like, for some people. <laughs> but the real, the real state, if it happens, there's no count. Do people like. Obviously, you wouldn't tell your opponent that you got no, no going guard in, but would they would they go for it if they knew no, that you didn't have one? Like I said, there's a gentleman's yeah. agreement. You, you can tell, can't you? You can tell, You've got, yeah. the, t- you got the, the tight pants on, haven't you? Yeah, you got the shorts, so yeah. you can tell they got a going guard in. Confession you shorts, isn't it? You don't try and do it, but if it happens, it just happens. It's just etiquette. And you get on with it. If he yeah. drops, you take the count and you're, you're going to take the points. Yeah. Is there anyone who's notorious for it, just going out trying to fucking hit people in no, the balls? No, no, like we had a no. fighter who trained with us and we told him about it. He was like, oh, that's sick, I'm just going to go for the groin. And we're like, don't. He was like, I'm just going to go for the groin though. Yeah. we're like, well, don't. Because yeah. yeah. there's an agreement that we don't do yeah. it. Because if you if you do it and then their team... Yeah, they're going to fucking twat you. They'll be gunning for you. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll just go, oh, he's the one who... Yeah, we'll get him later. Yeah. yeah, we'll get him yeah. later. And it's just like, don't do it. If it happens, it happens. But don't go out there aiming for it because it's yeah. just wrong. And yeah. to yeah. be honest... If you slip, like if you're going for a kick and they turn into it or something. Yeah, but it's, a, it's a small target yeah. as well. Like if you're yeah. Adam and trying to get the groin, he's just going to knock well, you speak, speak for yourself, Paul. Speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 what are you working on at the moment then? Relaxing. Relaxing. Just training. I'm trying yeah. to get... Getting some weight again after the fight because I'm like, I was like 84 when I weighed okay. in. I'm like 18 now. I'm trying to just gain back up to 90 because I was like a 92 kilo fighter. What about training wise? Just ticking over, just doing the odd classes, not nothing major. Hmm. Just ticking over, enjoying time off, enjoying Christmas. Sounds good. Enjoying me with time. What have you got planned for the future? Back. I'm not too sure for the future, to be honest. Just You're still young. I'm still you can young. Do anything. I can let you do anything. I might. Go back to Sambo, I might go back to like training hard, I might go back to competing. I might go into coaching. I don't, I don't actually know. Yeah. Would you, you could uh, do, all, do it all, couldn't you? Would you consider going into mixed martial arts with like you got jujitsu, you got Sambo, you got the, wrestling, you got a lot of you got a lot of Yeah, that is the, yeah, to I mean, go that, down. that is mixed martial arts essentially, so yeah. is cage fighting on the cards? That is one of the questions. I I've always always been to- told you should do it, you should do it, you should do it. And it never like stuck to me I was like I don't mm. want to do it I don't. it's the exact same though isn't it it's the exact except same except that there's a gauge around you instead and of a surfing and there's money involved and there's money involved that's the thing like, yeah. Yeah. but I hate the politics behind it I hate the whole like I've got to cut weight I've got to do trash talk and I've got to have a walkout song mm. Mm. I'd rather just turn up to an event weigh in and fight can you not just do that no but that's the thing if you want to get bigger than me you need that you need the trash talk and you yeah. need the whole like sell me tickets do me walkout tune get a bit of an ego I'm yeah. more about that I'm more about just train and get on with it mm. enjoy it because I started training off of sport I started training for self-defense it's the Conor McGregor generation isn't it yeah, there must be a few fighters though that don't like that too don't like that ego stuff well GSP is just, one of them yeah, I just, love GSP he's one yeah. of my favourite yeah, he's, 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 he's dead humble. humble as well and he doesn't like fighting no said, no I remember on the Joe Rogan podcast like I hate fighting wow I hate it I just yeah. like this. I just like I love learning do you like skills. fighting yeah. Tricky one. I don't enjoy being hit. I don't enjoy like, but I enjoy the buzz of it. And I enjoy the fight, like this, that side of it. But I generally just enjoy the training side more. I've never really been a very good. Like, Have you ever had to use it in a in a real like situation, self defense situation? Yes. Yeah, I know. You, I know you do the doors, don't you? Yes. So, so obviously, you, a lot, I mean, yeah. you're dealing with drunks. But have you ever had to like properly defend yourself? No. When, yeah, and then you use like some most fighters. 
at a high level don't want to fight yeah like I, I don't want to fight I'd, I'd rather cross the road and yeah. avoid like a huge group of lads than walk through with a big ego smart I'd rather just cross the road I've I find won. that a lot with high level um, like fighters and high level martial artists yeah it's like the discipline they've the, they've attained from the years and years and years of practice like they know how dangerous certain situations can yeah. be so really what you've learned is when to when to fight and when not to yeah and most of the time it's like save it for another day because it's just not worth yeah, it I'd, I'd literally rather cross the road and just go home yeah see my girlfriend i'd rather do that than, than walk past the yeah. people save it for the competition yeah I'm not it's not nice is it it's like yeah. and the, these days as well it's it's never it's never a one-on-one it's always a group and if it's not a group it's someone with a knife yeah it is and if it's not a knife it's a gun so it's like it's just not what, what, what are you meant to do you know exactly. what I mean just avoid sure. that just avoid the avoid situation and just yeah. go home to you, go home safe. exactly so no, you, I've got no have, you, have you found that that's helped you then obviously the training the jits and the, the tradition and all that yeah. over the years with your self-discipline and like definitely. being able to walk away from a situation where like it could have got messy yeah definitely I, there's been yeah. times when I thought Jesus that was like, especially in work I thought like oh my god that, that could have gone really yeah. sour very quickly obviously you're dealing with like a lot of drunks and stuff all the time aren't you so we are yeah but and you've got you've got a team haven't you you've got a team it's not just drunks it's more like groups of lads who yeah, turn up and there's, no, there's, there's no trainers yeah so that's generally the rules like I'm like no trainers like oh I'm just like wait there's no trainers yeah we're not being funny is it like a high end place yeah, as well do you know I'm with a Cuba yeah I don't know I'm yeah that's what I work so it's like it's a very high end yeah. club so it's like dress shoes or yeah. pumps there's yeah, no like smart there's no trainers yeah, yeah. It's just the rules. It says outside, mate. It's not not us being funny. It's generally the trainers. Yeah, it's management. It's not our fault. Yeah. But like, you get the odd ones who just want to prove a point, and you're just like, oh, yeah. way. They've had a line, or yeah, yeah definitely. And then they they get suplexed. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, they get suplexed into Renshaw Street. Yeah. How how do you how do you deal with people like that? Because obviously you don't want to fight them. Do you just like push them away and just say just move on? Just quickly, talk. Or? It's mostly just talking. Yeah. Honest, like, we've got a good lad who works with us who's very very good at talking people talking down. people down. Yeah. Like very good. So like you just let him deal with it. Yeah. Most of the time it's just mate. Come on. There's four. Like, there's like sixteen of us here. Yeah. Why do you want this? Yeah. Yeah. There's two of you. There's like forty years. Yeah. Just go away. Go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. That's interesting. Have you ever thought about powerlifting then? Because you you do um, the powerlifts as part of your training. Yeah. And you're strong. I have thought of it a lot. Like, and you've been coming like, here quite regularly. Yeah, like next year. Your missus trains with us, so. That's true, yeah. She said if she, if I started competing, though, she wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, no, I would, do, I would consider, I have considered it in the past, like, even before I met my girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, I did consider like training, powerlifting and competing, because like you said, I am strong and it does supplement and you don't have to get it in the face. That is true, and I do want to do something new. <laughs> and you can still use a bit of aggression, like a yeah. bit of release, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's technical. But I did like even like, even when I was just like just deadlifting, I was yeah. still chasing numbers. I was like, oh my god, let's get to two hundred, come on. Yeah. So when I got two hundred, I was like, wow, this is sick. I do check like chasing numbers, like lifting. The type of programming that you're doing as well is this something that you'd uh, get passed on by one of your coaches, or is this something that you just do yourself? It's just do ourselves, like, yeah. So, it is powerlifting-esque as well like mm. you're working up to your top single which yeah. is what well, powerlifters do and then doing back offsets well most nights I was like just doing like bench squat dead yeah. so I was basically just doing the free powerlifting movements because yeah. I was like that is the best for what I do to be honest I was like I was looking for something I was like I need strength training what's the best sort of strength so I went researching mm. I was like Olympic lifting no because it's more upper body it's more like jerks powerlifting yeah Powerlifting is more accessible. Olympic weightlifting is extremely good for power, and I think mm. would have a very, very good crossover to yeah. uh, MMA and sambo and it's wrestling a in general. Though, isn't it? That's what but I mean. It's, it's like not as accessible but, yeah. because you can't just go into the gym and start doing it yeah. without fear of getting injured or not yeah. doing it properly, and then yeah. you're not like you getting a a fully benefiting yeah. from yeah. it. Yeah. That's where like a coach would come in. That's interesting. Um, so maybe a bit of powerlifting with us one day. Yeah. Possibly. You never know. Yeah, I think you've got the potential. I mean, you've been doing it anyway. Yeah, so. might as well do it. And do like, do you so you program yourself? Do you program yourself? Mm, kind of, not really. I was just like, it was just be like, you go in, lift, go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't really planning it out much. It was just more like, let's just get as much heavy as possible, but keep that explosive movement. Yeah. And let's not get injured. <laughs> What about um, any other sports? Have you ever thought about doing anything else? 
So I did a lot of running, a lot of uh, fell running. I still do. So mm. like September this year, I did Man versus Mountain, which is twenty two miles. Oh really? Shit. Which was like twenty two yeah. mile fell run up Snowden. It's not easy going, huh? No, it was seven and a half hours of sheer hell. Fucking hell! But like we did a lot of like 2016-17, There was a lot of like matter half marathons, ten k's runs, building up to it, fell runs. Not building up to not building up to Man versus Mountain. I forgot about it. <laughs> I am. Um, that joined, must have been a killer then. I joined joined it up for in in December last year, and I only got the email through it like July. Like, oh, you got this in September, and I was like, what the is this? Yeah, Fuck. I was like, shit, you forgot yeah. about it. And they were like, we were like, we were competing in Presence Cup like the, the end of that month, straight like, to Everton Hills. I was just like. Can I pull out? And I was like, no, I spent 150 quid. Yeah. I'm not pulling out. Yeah. Didn't train for it. I was like, I'll just do it. Yeah. I'll just do it on the day. Yeah. Wing it. But like... What was that like? Oh, hell. Like, literally, it was the most sickening thing I've ever done in my life. It was hard, like, mentally. Like, going up Snowden, there was just people lying on the floor in, like, full blankets, just cramping up, just screaming. But you can't stop to help them because you're yeah. fucked as well. Yeah. You're like, I've just got to keep going, just keep walking forward. Yeah. Do you feel like what you've done in the past with the sambo and all that it helps with yeah. your mentality for that? Well, I said to myself, I can, if I can do this, yeah. I can do anything in the yeah. presence go back. And, so it was, it was good for my mentality for the fight. Bit of a honest. catalyst for the fight then. Yeah, it got me, it got like me like, very like, wired for it. Yeah. What were you saying to yourself then, going up, if you were that fucked? Like, what, what self Well, it was me and my brother doing it, so I was like, I'm not letting my brother win. So yeah. I'm going to stay in front of him. Yeah. So it was literally just like competing with each other and then Compete with other people. Like there was this, there was this girl, and um, we'd pass her, and then she'd be behind us, and then she'd pass us. Yeah. So we were just leapfrogging each other, and we kept meeting in like the we like the, the pit stops. Like, all right, all right. Yeah. And then like I don't know if we won it or we beat or she won us, but like we didn't. Yeah, just kept each other going. We just literally kept yeah. each other going, and there was just this other couple who were like dead, like going for it. So like we're gonna beat them. Let's just beat them. Mm. So like at one point they were like in front of us, so we ran sprinted past them and then carried on jogging and yeah. then you ran and sprinted past us. I was like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I like, suppose that takes your mind off how much further you've got to go. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't just like the run. At the end, there was like, oh yeah, they got, they got to like jump into this um, quarry lake now off like a thirty foot platform. Fucking hell. I was like, I just ran 20 miles, your legs don't work. Like, I will cramp I cannot up. jump. Like, you don't cramp. Like, I was like, you're like, you need to do it. Otherwise, you get, because you get put, add time added to your time. You, yeah. you miss obstacles. Oh, man. And I was just like, oh, fuck, give me the life jacket. I kid did a fun flip in, smashed his face. And I was like, you idiot. Belly flopped it. I was like swimming to like the, the boy to get out, cramped up in one leg, so like nearly drowned. <laughs> Got out. Fucking then they were like, oh, you need an abseil now, down this abseil. Oh, yeah, there's an abseil. I can't abseil. I've never abseil in my life. What is abseiling? <laughs> you're like, you're like, have you ever done this? I was like, no. They're like, oh, basically, hold that rope and lower yourself down. <laughs> Sound. Yeah. So I did that. I was like, oh, that'll be it. Then they're like, oh no, there's um, gotta go, go swim under this platform now for like five hundred. How long was it? It was pretty far, like underwater, and I'm terrified of like being underwater, not being able to come up. It's yeah. like my worst phobia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't do this, can't do this. And I was like, you're doing it, get in. So they just swim under this like pontoon thing for like, from like here to like the door. Hmm. No. And then you I was have like, to hold your breath for the whole time. Yeah. And then just sort of like, you can't come up. You can't up. come up. There was like a big boy in the way. And I was like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Finished. I was like, that, that's it now. Has yeah. that, 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 that clear safety regulations? It was safe, but like, I was just like, this is dodgy. Yeah. And then they're like, I was like, is that it now? Do we want to the finish? Like, no, you got that, you got to cross the lake now. Fucking this hell. This freezing cold, like, yeah. Welsh lake. I was like, well, I've got to swim it. They were like, yeah. I was like, what about my kit? They were like, I'll just throw it in this little, they had like a little um, inflatable raft that they pulled across while you're swimming next to it. And I was like, I can't swim. I can't physically swim. My legs yeah. are gone. That's it. And you paid for all this? Yeah, I paid £150. <laughs> so it's basically, it's a triathlon for masochists. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's freezing cold. It's like September 1st. And I was just like, this, I'm not doing that again. And then literally the next day, I was like, Let's do it again. I'll, I'll enter it this year. Okay. Next year. So I think if anything, this podcast we've established you crazy. Yeah. Just like a challenge. Need mental help. Just like a challenge. <laughs> I like that. So would you say, uh, just to close, because we're coming up to an hour and I think we've covered everything. Um, when you compete, uh, you mentioned that obviously you like competing with others, mm-hmm. but do you ever like competing with yourself? Do you ever look at what you've done and think, I'm going to beat that? I want to beat that. I want to do a little bit more than that. Yes. Yeah. So like, it's not just beating someone else, it's beating you. Yeah, I'm very good at like 
beating myself like yeah. I'll, I'll do it I, if I say so if I say I'm going to do something I'll do it yeah like, I like but I'm not going to stop yeah, doing the it the drive to do it yeah it's like yeah. if I tell myself to do something even if it's like the smallest thing I'm doing it it's going to happen yeah it's, it's got to happen otherwise can, I'll feel awful you can use that in all aspects of life I guess pretty much yeah, yeah. so like even if it's like I can totally relate to that yeah I'd like to like, like to think of myself quite similar just without getting smashed in the face constantly yeah <laughs> sounds en- interesting just enjoy a challenge just enjoy pushing my body to like I like finding that limit without thinking oh my god yeah and then like going, going beyond going it. beyond it <laughs> like there's always that there's always more in the tank so to speak the mentality of an athlete mm. or an elite athlete in that respect a broken athlete a broken athlete at 20 Paul, yeah, thanks for coming on the yet. show. No worries. Much appreciated. Thanks for um, having me. You've got any more questions for Paul? No, no, Normally no. Normally you've got one or two, haven't you, up your sleeve before we yeah. finish. No. I start ending it and then Thomas, <laughs> Thomas drops it. <laughs> um, is there anything that you want to ask us or anything no, you want think, to say? I think you've covered everything. Great stuff. Well, um, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode of The Bar Is Loaded. I think the bar's more frozen now, though. It is. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely Baltic today. It's the 22nd of November, and winter has arrived. Officially. Oh, can't yeah. wait till uh, doing podcasts in January. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be I'm crazy. really looking forward. We could be in a new premises then. Ooh. But that is for another episode. Um, what episode are we on? This is episode 13, isn't it? 13, yeah. Okay. Is this it episode is 13? Mm. Was test 10? I can't remember. But we had um, we had a two-parter, didn't we, with the fundamentals yeah. of powerlifting? Yeah. Um, yeah, so this will be on all the, all the major podcast platforms anyway, if you want to listen. Um, where can we find you, Paul, if people want to have a follow your journey? and Instagram. What's your Instagram? PaulRogers19. Give them a follow. Give her a follow, yeah. Yeah. Follow the journey. Yeah. Is it an open... Is it... It's an open, yeah. It's open yeah. to anyone. Yeah, I'm going to request. Public one. Just press follow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know, you might see... Uh, Paul and some Gucci flage soon lifting some heavy weights in a nice tight singlet. Indeed. Yeah, you never know. We'll see what happens. Now, now it's in my brain, I'm going to do it. I like it. I like it. You've said it now. It's, 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 it's on the air now. It's on the air. I've got to do it. Now. All your followers <laughs> are listening to this. Now you, you've, got to, you've got to make sure that you're accountable. No, definitely. New challenge, in it? Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you very much. See you later. Take it easy.